Hey, hey! You're tuned into Fickly Peers. This is Ankita. And this is Nalini. And this is the podcast where we celebrate uninhibited brown women. This is the wrap-up of Season 1. The season where we talked about things our mothers have said that we would probably not want to repeat to our daughters or to any other woman out there. It's been quite the season. We've learned a fair bit. I want to say it's been controversial, the topic. So this episode is dedicated to why we did what we did, the things we heard during the journey of finding our guests and our key takeaways from season one and a little teaser into what's next. But before we get into everything, Nalani, could you remind our listeners or share why this season was so important for us to record? I know that you've shared your perspective in a few episodes, but I think to begin, we were on a journey to first find out what impact has our childhood had on us. Like we we went from thinking about childhood and the things that parents have done to really realizing that at some point, we do start acting and behaving like our parents and especially women as their mothers. And for me personally, day by day, I feel I'm becoming more, I'm just transforming into my mother and including including my uh, clothes, which I didn't even realize that I borrow so many clothes from my mother. No, so uh, literally and figuratively, we keep borrowing from our mothers. And it's high time that we were at least consciously doing that rather than just living life as it comes and being 50 and realizing that, oh, we are our parents, all the good and bad parts. So why not be conscious about what we want to pick, what we want to leave behind? and what we want to take into the next generation. So I really feel, and I, despite how controversial this may or may not have been, I still stand by the fact that I think both of us went on a journey with our guests and with our listeners, the feedback that we received. So overall, I think we are in a great place. And I hope that people who are listening to the summary episode have, uh, have been on that journey with us and feel the same way. Absolutely. And I think for me, It was really important that we do this season because of just the role mothers play in our life. Like I've said to people, like the society is supposed to be mean, evil, confusing, good. But our mothers are like the one person who's always in our corner, no matter what, right? So the world can say something else. Whereas if she says something on the other hand, like I can't remember the number of times I've gone to my mom. And she's been on my corner and she's like, you do what you want to do. And I'm like, yes, now I can do everything I want to do kind of thing, right? And when they say something, you know, whether it's as a joke or in complete seriousness, it leaves a much larger imprint on us, which is why I think it was absolutely critical to talk about the things that have been said through generations, through normalized and start beginning to question them. And many of our guests did amazing jobs of having that clarity, right? Like taking what the parents are or what the mom is saying at face value, realize that the impact that it had and at some point in their lives and everyone had their own journey, including us to realize there is that point, the breaking point or the point where you realize, no, like if I don't get out of this and or if I don't do what I truly want or what I truly desire, then, you know, my life is going in a very tangential direction that I might not enjoy. And then it's that 
prickliness in our guests, in us, in people who are listening. As soon as you can start to learn from it and start to make those small micro changes or micro activisms, or I don't know what to call it, but to start everyday revolutions. Yeah, every, right. Good plug. We are not being paid by Amrita to use the name of her book, but yes, doing that everyday revolution. So, Nalini, I know you've had friends, acquaintances reach out to you. And uh, I don't want to use the word attack, but it did at times feel like they were attacking us for picking the title of My Mother Said. Tell us more. Yeah. So, I mean, the people that I actually know to be rebellious and the people that went against their mothers and eventually everything turned out good. And I know their story because I know them for years. And when I reached out to them to be on the pod, they really took offense that I was trying to pull the the empowered women of the previous generation a little back by accusing them of spoiling or, you know, damaging their children in some way. Like these are strong words. And our, and just to be clear to all my lovely friends who are still hopefully listening to this and, uh, you know, this was never our intent as we just shared that the intent was to, and it always is to learn consciously know and then find and change patterns of what we have seen in the past it's we love our mothers I mean can I say more like I'm wearing her clothes like I love my mother and all of us do it's just that the generations and the times are changing so fast that if we don't have this kind of self-awareness and things like it's going to be a very different future and just knowing knowing is not attacking knowing is not accusing knowing is just knowing like it is what it is and yeah i mean i, I hope that they they change their minds after listening to the season but uh, yeah and it's human to make mistakes right and we don't want mothers to be pedestalized for never having made made mistakes, right? We want them to be pedestalized for all the sacrifices they've made and everything that they've done for us. We forget that they're human and they've made mistakes and there are mistakes that we can learn from and not repeat versus just bury them under the carpet. Yeah. And one of the, I, I really want to bring about some positive feedback from very unexpected sources as well. So one of the the most shocking or surprising, pleasantly surprising feedback that I got was from a white Italian male who, one of our friends, who's actually been listening to our podcast. And he could relate to what his mother said over time. And he recently became a father and they have been struggling with, you know, new parenthood and really debating between what their mothers are telling them to do with the child and what they think is right. So like all of this apparently made a lot of sense to him. So I really want if he's listening to this episode, I'm sharing all my hugs and love for him that this was one of the things that we did the podcast for, right? Reaching people and re- people who can find themselves or their journeys in this in our guests, in our stories. That was really, really amazing. I do want to come to the part of once we've released season one, what happened, but I want to talk about the part before when we were doing all the prep work. You and I know we've had people who said, oh, great idea, you should do this. And we particularly had a few guests who said, they'll come on. We had a date set. We were all prepared. And then in the morning, we'd get a message saying a reason for them not to record. And I think that was disheartening. 
And my question to you is, at any point of time before we released season one, did you question the topic at all? I mean, I didn't particularly question it, but I was taking it as a learning that maybe like our next season or our first season could have been something milder. But then, you know, as we, you and I would talk that that's what is prickly. And that's what is like, we are not here to be in our comfort zones. And to quote my therapist from our session yesterday, he said, discomfort and anger are the two most helpful feelings for human beings, because that that means that we are growing. And I mean, discomfort means that we are growing. Anger is when what tells you that things that you strongly feel for. And I think like the people who were angry with me, they they would have also learned a bit more about themselves and what they felt based on what they felt about the topic. And for for discomfort, like I'm all for discomfort, especially now that my therapist has approved it. So I just wish more people were willing to be out of their comfort zones and be, be in a little bit of discomfort and talking about our mom is in a negative or in a... It is very uncomfortable. But you, you took us into learning. So, Nalini, let's get on to it. What is your first takeaway from season one? My first takeaway is, is to be more compassionate. I know that we, I started on the other end of the spectrum where I wanted everyone to be discom- like uncomfortable and have those prickly conversations and you know just say what your mom said openly and play the blame game, not blame game as such, but yeah, so on a scale of 1 to 10 on compassion, I was maybe a 2 and now I'm an 8. Because, and, and our guests have the conversations with our guests, the reading of their books and like all of this has made me be more empathetic towards the fact that how our mothers have been to us is a generational thing as well. Not in terms of just being their generation, but in terms of trauma that comes with each generation. And, you know, like I remember Paromita saying that her mother or like her mother and her grandmother said that if you don't study, then you would wash utensils. Where is that coming from? That is because they were, the grandmother was married at eight and had to do all the house labor for free. So the one thing that they wanted to put in their child was to not suffer what they suffered and education was the way out. Now that went to the other extreme where you called it as the racehorse generation because it took it to an extreme. And if we are aware of where this is coming from and that this is generational trauma, we can at least try take the first step towards fixing it. So my compassion, that's one of my biggest learnings, which many people have, but I did not to this extent. What about you, Ankita? I completely agree. I think my compassion for motherhood has increased. My biggest takeaway, when, when we released episode three, I had started questioning whether we should have started with a different season. And then between then and now, the messages we received of people just saying, this really resonates with us. Thank you for recording this. People have posted on Instagram, sharing episodes that resonated with them. And I think my biggest takeaway is that if you're really convinced that this should be a topic to talk about, you should just do it. Like there'll always be people who will make you question your decision. Like, to the extent of being called, are you a mother hater? (laughs) Everyone was just like, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, is there nothing better to talk about? 
And I really think that we made a good call to just say, we hear you, but we still think it's important to talk about it. And then we go ahead and do it. And I think that's been my biggest takeaway. Give us your number two. The other thing that comes to mind and what I've at least digested, not just heard from our guests and our stories, but digested and then what's coming out is the fact that when we become mothers or our generation is becoming mothers, we could, the one thing is that giving safe space to all types of human beings is so important for their growth, for their like at one point we talked about the parent pleasing syndrome right so that that comes from us mimicking us uh, first we start with mimicking and then we end up just recognizing patterns for which we get uh, rewards from our parents and just like a racehorse or a dog or any other kind of like trainable resource we we just we just start without our parents even intending to uh, or our mom never intending to give us to reward the behavior that she would have done or she would have liked we just end up in this whole circle of parent pleasing which if i was a parent and it would be uncomfortable for the parent and for the child to just let them be and and i think the world would be so much more diverse and more colorful if we were all just being our true selves right and that as you know like i'm really passionate about the finding myself and finding your true self topic so that has definitely come out yeah and it it actually ties into one of my takeaways from the season which was when i heard prerna's episode i realized it, it isn't just a mother child relationship or mother daughter relationship which we were, we were exploring in detail but it's any caregiver and receiver relationship because she talks about how the roles have now switched in her family where she's like her parents are getting older they are becoming the kids and she's becoming the parent and she's finding herself imposing restrictions on them and i think it's a very nuanced reminder that we don't essentially have to be a mother to make the same mistakes that our moms did right like when the roles are reversed and if i find myself placing the same kind of restrictions on my parents that they did on me i should probably step back and reflect on why like of course sometimes if it makes sense like you're 90 years old probably you shouldn't be wandering the streets at 11 pm by yourself but like actually reflect the reason behind it and not just say it because it's a knee jerk reaction do you have one final takeaway for us no but i have one final feedback that i received from someone and it was so heartening a friend told me that my voice is very soothing when they listen to it on the podcast i love that no one said that about me okay maybe i need to start mimicking how you speak like do it a little slower <laughs> No but like on the contrary there was someone who told me that we need to be more snazzy Ankita so um i realized i made like the biggest rookie mistake while editing our audio i was listening to our some of our episodes on on my airpods and i was like why did i edit without using a headset i was literally like listening on my laptop speakers and editing audio and i was like this is This is such a rookie mistake. So in season 2, you'll find higher quality audios because this rookie has learned her biggest sound engineering lesson. But I mean, may I may I add 
But this rookie also became a sound engineer and an editor and a social media expert for this podcast. So I think our listeners would be very grateful that we are on our learning journey. And especially you, Ankita, like this won't have been possible without all your newly learned skills apart from being the host. So uh, hopefully, like maybe in further seasons, we have sponsors and we have like uh, people that we can just outsource all this stuff to. But for now, I think our listeners have been really kind to us. Nobody has brought up the sound quality, which, which we know that we will be working on. And as time goes, we will uh, get better at it and hopefully spend more moolah on on this stuff but do not forget to buy us a coffee the link is in our show notes believe me all the sponsorship we get is fed back into the podcast any help is much appreciated with that narani what is next for prickly pears well we obviously are nearing the end of the year and we are working on a brand new season with with a lot of learnings that are coming from season 1 i am not going to disclose the topic but it is definitely something that i might have hinted towards in in this episode so i hope that our our listeners and our potential guests are more open to this one but it's we we stay true to our prickly roots in season 2 Yes, it's a topic we think passionately about, but until then, until we hit a brand new year and a brand new season, I hope you take a well-deserved break like we are. Have a great end of the year. I hope 2023 was one for the books for you and we will see you in January. Meanwhile, stay tuned on our social media. We're not going all quiet there. We'll drop a few hints on what's coming up. and you will hear our voices on the podcast in january until then we are out bye